Welcome, I'm Chris Tinsley. This is Finances for Everyone, where your financial health matters. Now, today we are gonna be talking about real estate investing benefits. So thanks for checking out today's episode. Now, if later on you wanna find out more about Finances for Everyone, you can click on the show notes and click on our link for financesforeveryone.com. And uh, if you fill out your information at the top of the page, you're gonna get a free gift. Uh, you can also read our blog there or you can check out our online real estate courses. And also you can follow us on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, so today we're gonna be talking about real estate investing benefits. Now this is part three. Uh, if you wanna check out the part one and two for some of the other benefits for real estate investing, uh, go to the show notes and you can find those links there. Uh, but we have a few more short-term benefits that we need to talk about. And the first one we're gonna talk about is gonna be a semi-passive income. All right, so another one of our short-term benefits that we're gonna be talking about is that real estate is semi-passive. So you probably hear people refer to real estate as passive income and uh, creating passive income, and I think that is true. Although I'd like to caveat that a little bit because I think it is not completely passive, I think it is semi-passive. So. A lot of times, uh, you know, people say that in the same breath, and I don't think they mean what they think they mean. So, when people talk of making passive income, they're usually talking about making money without doing any work. So, like someone is just going to give you money. But while I think this is partially true, like when you buy a stock or a mutual fund, um, I don't really think that real estate necessarily falls completely into the passive income category. Uh, really, as firmly as people, you know, want to make you think it does, and. You know that's really why I titled this one semi-passive. Uh, I want to be a little more accurate. I want to be a little more honest because you know those months where you're you're getting all that income in and you have no issues with your rentals and everything is fine. You know, I sure I agree that that real estate seems pretty passive. Um, but you know, other months it requires work. Even if you have a property manager, um, you know, if you're purchasing a property and renting it out, you know, you're going to have to upkeep that property and things are going to go wrong. Things are going to break. Uh, and it may seem like a lot of work, but you know, there's a lot of benefits with real estate that you can't get with a normal stock purchase, but I don't think that you should refer to it as completely passive income, but it is semi-passive. You can hire out you know, those jobs so you don't have to do all the work yourself, you don't have to manage it yourself, um, but you still have to pay attention um, so that you don't get taken advantage of and you don't end up losing money. Real estate also allows you more control over your investments. So, you know, when you invest in the stock market, you really don't have any control over anything um, but what you purchase. So if a company is lying on the financials or if they go broke or get bought out by another company and liquidated, there's really nothing that you can do, um, you know, but real estate, you have control really over almost every aspect of your investment. So you're going to choose the property. You're going to choose what tenants you put in there. You're going to choose who manages the property. Um, and you have more control in that respect. And you also get to be your own boss. So a lot of people spend their entire lives taking orders from a boss. They hate it. Absolutely. And so in this aspect of your rental business, you really have full control um, over almost every aspect of it. Only aspect you don't have control over, of course, like anything else, it's just people that always throws some unexpected um, events and things that can go wrong uh, just because of people. But you can only control the controllables and there are a lot of things that you can control with real estate. The next benefit of real estate is the fact that it is a hard asset. And what I mean by that 
is that nobody can steal it like they can just steal your wallet or steal your credit card or your identity. Next benefit that we're gonna be talking about is leverage. So leverage is extremely powerful um, and it's what most people do when they're investing in real estate. So leverage is basically using debt to be able to purchase uh, your properties. And you know, it's great in the aspect that it doesn't require you for, to come up with all the cash you know, to get yourself started into real estate. So you're really using other people to pay off your investments if you have a uh, rental, you know, they're paying down your mortgage each and every month. Uh, and if you're doing a flip, you know, when you sell that property, the person that buys it is going to be uh, paying off the entire mortgage that you owe. And hopefully you're going to be coming out on top. Uh, but that's why people make so much money over time. Uh, but you need to realize there is such a thing as being over leveraged. And you need to realize that the more risk you take, you have to be careful, especially when rough times, um, you know, come down the line. You know, if you have multiple vacancies at, at one time and you're 100% leveraged, you're probably going to be in a lot of trouble because you're going to have a lot of money that you're going to have to come up with if you're not saving properly. So there's really a balance that you have to come up with and you have to decide for yourself how much risk are you willing to take, um, you know, before you think about investing. So, you know, some people, you know, you have to put 20% down, 25% down when you go to buy a property, but there's nothing stopping you uh, if you can save up a little bit more money. Uh, to put more money down on that property so you don't have such a high mortgage and uh, you don't have so little equity in the property. You know, you put more money into that property and when hard times come and if you did have to absolutely sell that property, uh, you're not going to be in the whole thousands and thousands of dollars. Now let's go talk about some of the long-term benefits that real estate investing can give you. So the first one I want to talk about is your legacy or wealth building. So I think one of the greatest benefits of real estate is the ability to be able to leave a different legacy for future generations through wealth building. Now, everyone looks back and says, oh, if I only would have bought that one stock back in the 80s or the 70s, I'd be super rich. Well, the same thing is true for real estate. If you purchase a property and pay it off and then decide to pass that on to your children, you're passing on your wealth to future generations. And real estate is very uniquely different because you could also sell that property and give the money to your you know, kids later on down the line, or you could give them an income producing property like a rental, and they could be getting money from years and years to come. So yeah, you can only sell the property, but by keeping it as a rental, you're gonna produce income for a much longer period of time than just giving cash. And you're gonna have that legacy. You're not gonna look back and say, Oh, if only I could have, you know, got into real estate back then. You can get into it now and you can start to build your wealth by using other people, uh, by using renters to help pay down your mortgage over time. So you don't have to necessarily come up with every single penny right now, but you can have your renters help you pay off that property over time and leave a legacy for your future generations. Now, next, as you get more successful, you're going to find that you're going to have more flexibility in your life if you're doing it the right way. So most people for nine to five jobs can't just decide that tomorrow I'm going to go on vacation to wherever I want. So as you build up your properties, that's something that you could end up doing at some point. So as you have managers managing your property, they're going to be doing the bulk of the day to day you know, operations. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be completely hands off. However, it does give you more flexibility to be able to do a little bit more of what you want, especially if you're able to get to the point to where you're able to live off the income from rentals. The next thing that we've hinted at throughout this is the loan pay down. So as you use your renters to pay down your loan over time, 
you are really creating something powerful because you didn't have to come up with that money on your own. So let's go with a quick example. Let's say you have a 30 year mortgage. Say that loan is $160,000, right? You're at 4% interest. So as you pay that down after year one, you go from $160,000 to $157,182. So you only paid it down $3,000 in that first year. However, after five years, you're at $144,716. 10 years, $126,054. And after 20 years, you're at $75,448. As you can see, this only gets better over time the longer that you hold on to your rentals. And of course, this was an example for a 30-year mortgage. You know, if we use the example for a 15-year mortgage, you would have paid that property off completely free and clear within 15 years, and you'd be able to live off uh, that income and use that to be able to maybe buy more properties or just to live off of. And another thing that, you know, people get caught up in the money side of real estate, but really you're helping others get a home and be able to live somewhere. So you don't have to be a slumlord. As a real estate investor, you're providing something to someone, a service uh, that you can take pride in knowing that you're giving a high quality, well taken care of home. Maybe you've lived in some houses that weren't well taken care of before or you had landlords that were just terrible. Integrity is something that you can have and a trait that all investors need to have uh, because if you can't take pride in the housing that you're providing them, then you should really you know, reevaluate the reasons that you're getting into real estate. You know, Nobody out there needs to strive to become a slumlord, but what you need to be doing is trying to provide people with high quality housing and over time, success is going to come with you if you live with integrity and you deal with your business with a sense of integrity. One of the other long-term benefits uh, that you should be thinking about is that you're gonna be improving the community as you buy real estate. So, you know, you are gonna be buying houses and maybe you're flipping them to improve them. Even if you're renting them out, uh, you should be improving your properties and you're helping yourself get an investment but you're also improving the look of the neighborhood uh, and the homes around you. So as houses get more improved in the area, it's gonna only help property values to increase even more. So you can take pride in knowing that, you know, you're not just helping yourself get an investment, but you're also helping out uh, those around you and you're helping out your community. So this next one is borrowing tax-free. So this is a real estate investment benefit, it really has its pros and its cons. However, I do think that it is a benefit uh, most people don't like to pay taxes, but they still want to get access to their money. So one way that you can do this is borrowing from the equity of your property. So when you take out a loan and use that cash, you don't have to pay taxes on that because it's seen as a loan. So uh, you can take your money out and have your renter pay down the, the loan and the mortgage again without having to have pay any taxes. Um, of course, the large con that's pretty obvious with this strategy is the fact that you know, as you're paying mortgage taxes, it's gonna cost you more uh, than you know just paying taxes will in the long term. Uh, however, you're gonna be able to deduct those mortgage uh, taxes. But if you don't mind using leverage, this strategy uh, may be good for you to explore. And that doesn't mean that you have to take out um, a ton of money. You can use things like a HELOC uh, to be able to take some of your money out of the property and put it back in maybe after you do a flip. So you're not having to you know, have a full $200,000 mortgage that you're paying interest on all the time. Maybe you only take out $20,000 to do some repairs uh, and then you sell that flip and you put that money back into your property so that you're not uh, you know, always paying those mortgage taxes every single year. So the next benefit is that real estate is a hedge against inflation. So what do I mean by that? 
Uh, inflation is an increase in prices and the fall in the purchasing value of money. So what that means, so like 1950, bread only cost 12 cents, and today it costs 235. So that's inflation over time. So the cost of goods are going to increase, um, you know, as the years go on. So the way that real estate, though, is a hedge or protection against inflation is that when prices do go up, your home value and cost of rent also go up. So maybe things in the community are getting more expensive, but so is your rent um, and so is the value of your home. You know, to just an everyday normal real estate investor that's buy and hold, you know, cost of goods going up isn't a big deal because that means that, you know, the cost of everything else for your rents uh, balance each other out over the course of the entire economy. Uh, so other investments such as stocks, this really isn't the case because you may get an 8% return on your investment. Uh, when you take into account inflation, though, your return may only be like 5 to 7% because inflation goes up uh, a couple of percent every single year, uh, depending on the year. So you may actually be losing money uh, in that regard. But that's why you have real estate to help balance out your investments. Uh, so you're not taking as much risk in any one area. And then appreciation. Appreciation is such a huge benefit. So that's where your uh, value of your home is increasing over time. So uh, just like your loan pay down, you really can't take advantage of appreciation until you you know, refinance the home or sell it. Uh, and it's really just a bonus on top of everything else. So uh, you know, it's gonna obviously depend on your local real estate market and how houses are in your area. But while you're making that monthly cash flow and you're having your loan paid down every single month, you could be making even more money um, on appreciation as your home value increases. You have a mortgage that's $160,000, and then after 20 years of being paid down, uh, it's going to be at $75,000. So, if you look at like the normal amounts of appreciation in a, a lot of the areas of the U.S., your home value is going to increase anywhere from three to five percent every single year. So let's go with a lower number. Let's say it increases 3% every single year for 20 years. At the end of that time, your house could be worth $291,000. So you bought it for $160,000, and now it's worth two hundred ninety-one. dollars So you could make, on the sale of that house, $215,000, uh, of course, before taxes, which that's a crazy return on investments because you have all these other benefits that we talked about. You know, getting cash flow every single month, having your mortgage paid down, but you're also having that appreciation work in the background for you, and that's extremely powerful over time. So those are some of the benefits of real estate investing. I'm sure there's many more out there. I'm sure that there are a lot of cons as well, uh, which we may get into in later videos, talking about some of the negatives of real estate investing. But Overall, if you're doing it, you're doing your research, you're not trying to go out there and just make a quick buck, and you wanna actually make this something long-term, a long-term investment that you're doing in a smart way, you're not taking unnecessary risks, you're actually taking into account all the things that can go wrong, and you are saving for the bad times. Real estate is an extremely powerful tool that will help build wealth over time, it's why so many people out there uh, that are extremely rich, you know, are using real estate. So many of them just got rich off real estate and they're continuing to get rich every single year. So nothing is stopping anyone out there from getting involved in real estate. So you have to make a goal and stick with it. And eventually you're going to meet that goal. Even if it's just buying your own primary house, that can be 
all the real estate investing that you may ever want to do. However, you know, it's going to be much better than throwing away all of your money to rent every single month. And it's going to help you in the long term and it's going to help your family have a different legacy for the future. Thanks for checking out today's episode. To learn more, go to the show notes and click on financesforeveryone.com. Read our blog, get a free gift by filling your information out in the banner, or check out our real estate course. You can also find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts by typing in finances for everyone. Till next time.